Uh, welcome to the latest episode of Up the Villa, the Aussie Villains podcast. We're going to look forward to the big clash with Leeds, two emerging teams, two teams that definitely make the Premier League better. Can we get back in form? What's going on with Jack? Who knows? I'm Paul, your host. You can get me at Paul underscore football on Twitter. You can get us at Australian fans of Villa on Facebook and Twitter as well. It's all about the Villa. Up the Villa! Never want uh, one of your star players injured, uh, but it was just funny the way the Jack Grealish injury was basically leaked, and it came down to fellow players not including him in their fantasy team uh, for obviously fantasy football competitions, and the word started to filter out, and people were like, ah, oh, you're just listening to rumours and different things like that. Um, but those players knew. Um, that he wasn't going to be playing. Um, And, you know, we needed to step up at that period of time. And a lot of people say that, you know, we're a one-man team. But we're not. We're not the same team um, uh, that we were in previous years. You know, we didn't play well against Leicester, we know that. But that wasn't just due to Jack um, being injured. There was... There was a little bit of a tiredness and fatigue in the team, and it was a disappointing result. We fought on and lost 2-1 in a game that in previous years, you know, we would have been absolutely thumped on. So he had a little bit of discomfort in training. We're not really getting a lot of, you know, important information. Maybe it's the club trying to hide it from the opposition as well. Um, some people are saying he may even face leads. I find that hard to believe. Um, if he does play for leads, there's no way he'll come off the bench. He's not the kind of player who'll do that. So um, let's just hope that the rest of the team can step up, um, have Sanson out wide, maybe push um, Barkley further forward um, because he has sat in more of a holding role and, and and maybe have him coming through the middle like we always thought he would. But at this point in time, we're not quite sure how long this injury will be. Um, but it's just, yeah, it just goes to show the, the kind of power of... Um, social media and different things like that where um, you know rumours get out there and there's usually a little bit of you know where there's smoke there's fire and that's certainly what happened in this stage so when we know more about Jack's injury uh, certainly um, you'll know it on social media before we'll put it on a, on, a, on, on a pod but if he's not right you don't play him yeah, and it's a bad sign for a team if we do play him and he's not right. I think that gives the other players in the team a lack of confidence. I think we have that little bit of depth there at the moment. Um, I think we have the ability to run at Leeds. We'll come on to that uh, in the next section. I think it's really important that we take the game to Leeds and we don't just sit back and soak up. Because if we do, they'll keep they'll come at us. Their, their Bielsa's uh, methodology is to go forward and to run, run, run. But We'll let you know more about Jack's uh, injury, as we said, a bit further down the track when we find out. Some of the rumours that have been going around the last few days have been quite insane. We hope that some of the more fanciful ones um, aren't quite correct. But anyway, recover well, Captain Jack.
We have the early morning kickoff against Leeds coming up on that Sunday morning. It could be a late kickoff if you stay up all night on Saturday night and watch other games. I personally am going to set the alarm and get up. Uh, 3.30 where I am in Queensland, 2.30 in other parts of Australia. Uh, 1.30 obviously in WA. What is it? Uh, uh, about 2 o'clock in Northern Territory. I'm not sure. It could be 3 o'clock. But, you know, look up your local guides. You know your times. Um, Jack Grealish likely to be missing. Fine, we understand he's a massive loss and, and he will be when he's injured. It's a chance for the McGinns to step up. Barkley, Sanson hopefully gets a full game. Um, Watkins plays a slightly different role. They're going to come at us and they're going to come at us for 90 odd minutes. If we sit back, we cannot soak up that pressure. We're going to have to go at Leeds and we are better off trying to get three points than one or none. So they're going to come at us. It's going to open up the game for us as well. We need to make sure that our passes are crisp. Our defence doesn't muck around with the ball because they're not going to give us time on the ball. They're going to come at us. And when we have struggled this year is when teams have come at us. We've dwelled on the ball in the back line. Hey, if we have to hoof it up field all day and Watkins and uh, McGinn and Sanson and so forth have to take those balls, fine. But... We cannot allow them to come onto us, which they're going to try to. Best way to do that is put them on the back foot as well. So it's going to be quite an interesting game. I think a lot of people will say there'll be plenty of goals in it. There'll be plenty of opportunities in the game. Um, We have the best keeper out of the two teams. I think Mins is really, really starting to play well. Um, Despite his detractors, he's a big, solid presence. Um, obviously, um, his kind of game is an aerial game. It's, it's also that big stopper. So we need, we're going to need to support him. We're going to need to really communicate well. Obviously, Patrick Bamford's in uh, fantastic form. Um, I really think he's in line for an England call-up. And they have plenty, uh, Rafinha and others, who are definite, um, gonna definitely cause us trouble and run at us. So we've got to do the same so that they can't just continually run forward with with no abandon at all. So we're going to need to be dangerous. Um, And as we said earlier, maybe Barkley plays a more holding role, not in midfield, but actually at the apex of the attack. And we put Sanson and um, we have Watkins drifting out wide, Barkley in the middle, and McGinn um, playing just behind them. And maybe forming that kind of diamond that will really cause uh, leads a few issues. If we go one out and just have Watkins up front, I think we are going to find ourselves in a little bit of trouble. I think he's fantastic when he's playing the link-up style of play. Um, Watkins just by himself as a target man. Um, it, it's just a, such a hard ask to do that over 90 minutes. Not really having someone uh, at the moment to be able to come on. So that'll be, you know, the, the stuff we'll be looking at post-season. Can we get another striker return? I'm certain um, that we'll be looking at that. And we'll talk about that uh, in a moment as well um, when we talk about potential targets uh, in the post-season. We'll look at one of them who may be very familiar to many people. Um, we can beat Leeds. Um, they're on a pretty good run at the moment. We can certainly beat them. Um, any chances of Europe, of Europe at all absolutely hinge on these kind of games. So I think it's absolutely vital we take three points. If at the start of the season, people said you are going to be safe a third of the way through the season, and by halfway, you're still looking at Europe, Every single one of us would have taken that on board. We are hard taskmasters as Villa supporters. We 
eat our own and I'm, I'm one of those people. I've heard some of the most ridiculous things in the last few weeks, like people saying that Dean Smith's under um, pressure. Well, you know, by who? By us? Really? Okay, well, if he's under pressure from us, we may need to have a look at our supporting styles. Um, I can't imagine he's under pressure from um, the hierarchy and the owners because he's got a great support base there and he's got us, you know, looking uh, at the top half uh, of the premiership table, which is amazing considering, as we know, what happened to us in the 1920 season. 2 1. We're going to beat Leeds. Are there going to be some uh, stressy times in the game? Absolutely. Uh, Tammy's going to score one. Traore's going to score the other. Tammy. Oh, goodness. That's our next section where I talk about possible people to come through. Uh, Watkins will score one. Traore the other. And he's also someone who's copped a little bit of pressure there as well. So we're going to win 2-1. Bamford will score the one for Leeds to make it 1-0. We'll score in about the 78th minute. And then we'll be... Uh, hearts in our chest as we hold on and uh, take a valuable three points from the team in white. Up to Villa. You cannot have the love of your club and have a future for your club without having the past. So today we look at a former player for us, a former legend in John Carew, uh, born 5th of September 1979, six foot five, just a hulking beast of a man for us, obviously. He's bigger than me and you. Um, played for Rosenberg and Valencia, where um, won La Liga titles there in, in kind of their golden period. Uh, was at Besiktas, Leon, and then came to Villa. That was 2011 to 2000, uh, sorry, 2007 to 2011. 113 games, 37 goals. I was surprised he hadn't actually scored more just from all my history of watching him and, and just remembering the kind of target man he was for us again. Um, really interesting, was always in Norway's kind of plans from a very young age. So played from under 15s, uh, 16s, 17s, 18s, under 21s to his senior team. Uh, played 91 games for Norway with 24 goals as well. So came across to us in, in almost a straight exchange for Milan Barros uh, with Leon. So signed a three-and-a-half-year deal with us and uh, obviously went on to take the uh, 10 jersey, which he made his own. was just so good for us. Um, I think it took him a fair while to, you know, get off the mark and and, and, and get us to actually believe. But once he did, um, he, he, you know, just became such a sensational uh, footballer for us. So once again, we celebrate a past player. Thank you, John Carew. With a top half finish in the EPL, a very real possibility, uh, we can look at uh, post-season signings. We're certainly going to need a striker or two. Our defence is starting to come together very nicely with Target, Cash, Mings, Martinez. That's looking fantastic. Our midfield, depending on what we do with Barkley, probably do need a couple of replacements there. Some of the players haven't quite 
met expectations. But the position we really need to look at, and I think everyone could agree, is probably another striker or two as well. Um, you need squad depth if you're going to be pushing further up the table. Um, Watkins is having a great year, but needs someone else to support him. And, and, you know, you have to take into account injuries and so forth. So one of the people that we will be focusing on at the moment is uh, Tommy Abraham, who looks like he's on the outer at uh, Chelsea. Um, I think he's a quality player for their squad. I think they can certainly afford to keep him. Uh, but if we can, I think Tammy Abraham for 25 to 30 million, considering what we paid for Ollie Watkins, but potentially more, uh, to 35 kind of million, would be fantastic. You would have Grealish, you would have Watkins, you would have, you would have Abraham, you'd have Samson, you'd have players actually running um, comfortably with the ball at their feet um, to take on opposition. That's any defender will tell you backtracking against someone with quick feet is one of the scariest things ever. So I think Tammy Abraham would be a fantastic signing. He knows the club. He knows the culture. Um, he obviously was a big favourite of many of ours. So we'd love to see him come to Villa. And it'd be interesting to hear your thoughts as well. Um, so drop us a line um, on Paul underscore football or Australian fans of Villa on Twitter and Facebook. Let us know what you think. Obviously, there's going to be other people out there, but uh, I think Tammy would be a fantastic signing. Thanks for joining us on Up the Villa, the Aussie Villains podcast. I'm Paul, your host. You can get me on Paul underscore football on Twitter. Uh, I do cover all things sports, so you might get a bit of an Aussie perspective there, a bit of AFL, but definitely a lot of Villa content as well. Get us on Australian fans of Villa on Facebook and Twitter. If you can't find us, give us a bell and I'll uh, send you a link in the right direction. This is Up the Villa podcast.